I'm making mm. now about $1,200 to $1,400. Mm. And I own mine. And guess what? Just like how people that's in real estate can borrow against their home, I can borrow against mine. Because of the land. Because of the land. Hey, gang. The Headley Group Real Estate Show is a video audio podcast designed to highlight and interview real estate professionals, entrepreneurs, and other fields alike. The mission of our podcast is to acknowledge people of color and show their successes and in return, help our audience learn from them and pick up tips and tricks in building additional income. Hey, ladies and gents, this is Mike Headley. We are back. Another great episode on the Headley Group Real Estate Show. Uh, as you can see right now through the background that we are on location, but that does not stop us from moving forward and highlighting great guests who's going to educate us and guide us on the wonderful world in real estate. We got a brother today. We reached out to him and, and, and we, you know, we talk about residential, commercial, land deals, flips, but mobile home, home, home investing, we have not highlighted as much. And this brother's doing some wonderful his brother's been doing this for since he's at the age of 15 years old and have a wonderful company down in Atlanta, Georgia, and he is the mobile home closer. Let's give a warm welcome to Mr. Abdul Shabazz. How you doing, brother? Man, I'm doing good, man. Doing excellent, man. How about yourself? Oh, man, bro, listen, man. There's one thing about this, this, this market we in called real estate. You know rates is going up. That's right. People are loading up. Uh, uh, sellers, sellers are losing a little bit of leverage now because they take everybody earnest money, option money. Uh, um, so now we, we we in this battle here, right? Yes. Residential game, commercial game, but you're doing mobile investing, right, brother? You have the beginning journey. What was it that had Mr. Abdul say, "I need to get in this field of real estate"? Yes, yes, yes. So um, peace and blessings, everybody. Um, like my brother Michael said, my name is Abdul Shabazz, also known as the Mobile Home Closer. Um, I began my journey back when I was 15 years um, old. Um, I got to give a huge shout out to my pops because um, my pops, he was invested in mobile homes back then. And what he would do is he would actually take me to the, uh, the mobile homes where he had his tenants at, and he would actually show me how to interact with tenants. Now, during that time, I didn't know what he was doing, but when the tenants were leave the house, he would bring me to the mobile homes. He would say, Abdul, I need you to paint this area. Abdul, I need you to fix the steps. Abdul, I need you to patch that hole. And I didn't know what I was doing during that time, but he would help me. And gradually, you know, I started to gain some skills. And that was the one thing my father taught me as, you know, even as an adult right now, is that whenever you have a son, make sure your son develops some type of skills he can use with his hands. And back then, I didn't see what he was doing, but now I see everything that my father was doing with me. And, you know, um, once I graduated high school, I got into the construction field. And of course, you know, I started utilizing the skills that my father taught me and I learned, you know, um, you know, different skill sets. And I was using that, of course, in my journey right now as a mobile home uh, investor. Mm. But it wasn't until maybe about four, four, about five years ago, when I decided that I'm going to take what my father have taught me and do for self, because that's something that uh, we always say in my household, do for self or suffer the consequences. And, and so, with that right there, 
I took it to heart whenever I was at work one day and the owner came aside and when he came aside, everybody was like, oh, when the owner comes, don't talk to him, you know, because he's going to shut you down. So I was like, no, I'm going to talk to him. I had this great idea and what I could do with the youth during that time. So he actually approved it. But when he approved it, he put it in the hands of the director and the director had me submit my proposal and my proposal had everything and what i was going to do was the youth there they wanted something to do because you already know how we are in our community if you leave a lot of 16 13 14 years old together they're going to get into trouble if you don't have nothing constructive for them to do and so i put together a comprehensive program for them to actually you know get outside do something constructive and they approved of it but two weeks later they actually gave it to someone else in my company and everything wow. i had inside of the proposal they went online and bought it they bought everything that i had in a proposal and they gave it to somebody else so in my mind i was very very upset and i'm only 28 so of course i was about 24 23 during that time and um, i told myself I have to do for myself. I have to create something so I can dictate my own moves. I don't want to put my future in someone else's hands. And that's whenever it hit me, I say, mobile home investing. So I called my father right away. My father started laughing. He was like, Abdul, I've been was telling you to get in this. And let me tell you, man, uh, my first deal. And one thing people don't understand is people want this quick money, right? But I studied for 10 months. I studied my R, it was it was RBCs. I studied real estate, business, and credit for 10 months straight. I didn't listen to no radio. I didn't listen to anything. The only thing I was doing was I was reading audio books, podcasts for 10 months straight. And I was able to secure my first mobile home deal. And I paid $800 for that deal. I paid wow. eight hundred dollars for my very first mobile home and the crazy thing about it was as i was going to the location this was down in columbus georgia the home was up for it was eleven hundred dollars i went to the location i talked to the property manager she was like oh my gosh the house is a wreck now mind you now i grew up you know uh looking at mobile homes and fixing mobile homes so when i got to the mobile home I'm looking around the house like, I know she's not calling this a wreck. It was a gold mine. Mm. So I'm like, I say, this is easy if she's calling this a wreck. So, you know, uh, long story short, I allow certain people to get in my ear. People were like, there's no way you can buy a home for $1,100 during that time. And so I went there on a Tuesday. I called the guy back on a Friday because I was still wrestling with my own self. I have not, at that time, I didn't master, you know, how to control my own mind, how to control myself, right? And everything was all about mindset. So I went there on Tuesday, I called the guy on Friday. He said the home was sold. He said the home was sold. And I told myself, I said, if God allowed me to have another opportunity like this, I would never let it slip through my cracks like I did again, um, like I did, you know, before. And what happened was two weeks went by the guy called me up and said the person who was supposed to buy the mobile home was unable to purchase the home. 
And so I was like, I said, oh, this, this is God all the way. So I asked the guy, I said, where, I said, where are you located right now? He said, I'm, I'm in Atlanta. I said, well, I'm in Atlanta. And then from there, you know, it was, uh, it was history. My father, he taught me a great negotiating tip. He said, anytime y'all negotiated the first price, which was $1,100, he said, if the deal goes off the table and the person comes back to you, now it's time for you to renegotiate. So I renegotiated from $1,100 what we agreed on before, and I got the mobile home for $800. I fixed up the mobile home, and then I ended up selling the home for $9,950. So off of that first deal, I made a $6,150 profit. My wife, she surprised me um, at, the, at the home. And uh, from there, I just looked at her and I said, this is it, this, this is it right here. <laughs> brother, you, you're giving us so, so many great jewels, brother. I gotta, I gotta unpack some of that, right? I gotta, cause, cause the audience is saying, okay, wow, he, he did, he made, okay, put eight hundred dollars, he made this much. Let, let's take it back, some. Let's take it back just a little bit. What made you say ten months, blocking everything out, tunnel vision, focused on podcasts, reading, connected with my father? What made you take that approach and say, this is the path I need to take, versus another path in terms of? the education piece of it. Yeah, well, I, I understood that information leads to transformation. Mm. I I, oh. I understood that. And some people, like I said, you know, when people jump into things, people want a microwave process. They want to throw the whole chicken in the microwave and put it on 10 seconds and it'd be done, right? That's not how, that's not how business works. You know, 80% uh, of business failed within the first three years. Mm -hmm. So I knew if I was going to be getting into the real estate, right? I knew if I was going to be getting into business. I knew if I wanted to leverage my credit. Those were the things I had to study before I actually jumped, mm -hmm. you know? And so that's why I took those 10 months. And it wasn't like I told myself I was going to take 10 months. I felt as as if I was ready during that time. It clicked for me. I said, I am ready now. And once I made up my mind, I went out there and I was fearless. I was fearless, but I was still, I was still shaky though, but I was fearless. Which, which, is, understandable. Like, which is understandable. Right, exactly. You know, it, you know, it, it's, it's something whenever you're away from your family. It's like when you're away, from, when, when you're in a nest, everything is good. You know, you got the back end of your family, but once you're away from the nest, you know, now you're doing things on your own. And that was a little difficult me, difficult, you know, for me during that time. But of course, you know, um, you know, when you do one deal and two deals and three and four and five, and you start exploding and now you, you're rolling with it. So would you say the, uh, uh, um, which a lot of people don't. Some people may. I can say a lot of people. Some people may not have the uh, direct mentorship. Someone who's actually in the game, such as your father, right? Mm -hmm. How much your father plays so much of an important role as you was going through the ten months, clicked and said, "Okay, I'm ready to take this on." Were the questions still posed to your father, like, "Hey, what about this?" Was he still giving you pointers during that after that process of ten months? Yes, sir. Even now, me and my father, uh, the relationship that we have built, you know, over the last couple of years, me and my father probably talk five to seven times a week. 
Wow. Okay. Even now, even now, we talk. Mm. Before our podcast, me and my father was on the phone for about an hour. You mm. know? Um, so we had that relationship and I knew that I had to lean on him because I don't want to be that person that try to lean on my own understanding. And whenever you try to lean on your own understanding, you end up failing hard. Mm. So what I did was I put my ego to the side and mm. I didn't want to be that person to say, oh, I can do this, daddy, watch me do, no, no, hell no. No, 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 hey, hey, pops. Hey, what, what is the steps? I, I know I need to do X, Y, and Z, but how about this? I just want to make sure. And, you know, after talking to him and of course doing my own studies, uh, I got I got more comfortable, you know? So, um, you know, it's very important to have somebody to lean on, but if you don't, you know, there's so much things that you can do uh, just to make sure that you're ready. And even if, you, if you're starting out and you just have a checklist, of everything that you need to do, just follow your checklist, you know, from A all the way through Z, and then just do it. Don't try to skip any steps, do it A to Z, and then, you know, you, you can do it on your own. The biggest thing is really uh, studying the game. If you study the game, if you be a student to the game, you'll be successful. Well, well you know, you made so many great points there that, that I can personally say uh, uh, has helped me tremendously. Ego. Right, ego is the enemy. Actually, is a book on that. Uh, ego, I think, particularly like you talked about us earlier, that that hurts us a lot. Right? Uh, there's nothing wrong with saying, "Hey, I don't know. Can you help me?" Right? It doesn't make you less of a person. So I commend you on that. What do you say to a person who says, "Okay, Abdul, I hear what you're saying. Ten months in the game, complete studying, focus." Uh, I don't have the, the direct mentorship, which you just talked about a minute ago. And I don't want microwave results, but uh, uh, is there another way, is there another way I can do it without actually going through this process here? What do you say to that? Another way for me to get the results you had? Because people will look at your results. They don't look at the process. They want your results. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. So I, I say this, everybody, have a transformational gap. Where they are and who they wanna be are two different people. The way how you get to your transformational, that, that gap, that next level, is you have to find somebody that is doing what you want to do. So mm. the, the only way to be able to receive my results is if you find a person like me that is doing uh, you know, nice numbers and have built a multi six figure business. You got to find a person like that um, in order for you to see results. You can't find nobody who just did one deal and then try to go to that person and try to learn everything because that person have not experienced eviction. That person have not experienced a, per a person just, you know, uh, just squatting inside of their home and how they get. Person have experienced mm -hmm. a lot of things. So if you want that transformational gap, you got to connect with a person that's already there. That's the only way you're going to be able to see the results. You know, now, of course, if you don't connect with a person, you need to find somebody's course. Because you may be a person to say, I don't need no hand, you know, nobody to hold my hands. I can I can look at videos. I can follow it step by step. And then if, if you are not just selling information and you're selling me results, right, then I can follow what you have on the screen 
and I can be able to get the same results. Mm. You know, so it depends on what type of you know person it is. I had people who bought my ebook and said, Abdul, your ebook is an entire course. And I and I was able to close mobile home deals just off your ebook. So it all mm. depends on the person. All depends on the person. person. A lot of people look at the coach gotcha. and I can get you to where I'm at. I can at a faster rate, but it all depends on a person. Me personally, mm. if you are lazy, see my thing is this, your comfort zone is your broke zone. I don't deal with nobody who likes staying in their comfort zone. That's it. So, so it is, you know, it's, it's not just the, the coach, it's the person and you gotta be ready. A lot of people are not ready. They say they're ready, but they have not yet became the person who can do the thing yet. Different that's, versions. That's that's big. It, it, it's, big. It's, it's big, man. You got to literally become the person who can do the thing. Some of us, nice. we're, still, we're still in kindergarten, but we're trying to do high school work. You have not became mm -hmm. that person who can do algebra work yet. Mm -hmm. You know, Great so point. me personally, I don't take everybody, all clients. I don't Correct. take all you know, uh, and that's just that's just something you know that I do because I don't feel as though everybody is ready. And what happens is you waste your time and you waste my time. Exactly. Great point. Hey guys, thank you for watching our show. We're gonna interrupt you real quickly. We are in the business of referrals. If you know someone looking to buy or sell, residential or commercial here in the North Carolina area, refer us. We really appreciate that. Let's break it down. Let's talk about the deal. If you mind, let's talk about that first deal. Eight hundred dollars. You said you had a what? Not you sold about nine thousand dollars plus. Um, what was that marketing like in terms of getting that nine thousand dollars? Like, what did you have? What did you exactly? If you mind discussing, what was that breakdown like? So somebody on the other side of this can see. Okay, well, this is what this is what Abdul did on it on that particular deal. Right. So. I'll, I'll I'll break down I'll break down the entire deal. So as y'all know, I got the deal for eight hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. The home was an hour and forty five minutes from my house. Mm -hmm. Now I tell people this: if you're not willing to drive an hour and forty five minutes to make ten thousand dollars, and your job is still paying you two thousand dollars, then you don't want it as bad as me, right? Because during that time, I wanted it bad, real Thanks. bad. If the home was three hours away, now. I knew how to do the work inside of the home. So every weekend I was in Columbus, Georgia. Every week I was working on a home. And the funny thing about it is I didn't have a lot of money. I started this whole journey with only $4,000 in my bank account. Mm. The whole journey, I started with $4,000, able to turn $4,000 into a multi six figure business, soon to be a seven figure business. Nice. So I tell people, don't don't just look at the money and be like, oh, I got to do. Now, look, God has ways to open up doors for you. All you got to do is just walk through it. So as I'm renovating the home, I'm using my car, my wife's car as a ladder, bro. Literally, I'm trying wow. to paint the top of the wow. house. I can't reach it. So I'm on top of my wife's car painting. Wow. A guy two, three homes down, came to me. He said, excuse me, sir. I have a 10 foot ladder at my house. You can use it whenever you want. 
So I said, okay. I jumped down, went to his house. Me and him, we, we was conversing. And then I grabbed the ladder. I'm working. Now I'm getting down to the the later part, the latter part I would say of you know renovating a home. So the guy comes back and he said, "Excuse me, sir, do you mind if I come inside the house?" Now me, I'm I'm not really open to a lot of people, so I'm like, I don't know if this is one of these nosy dudes just want to come and see what type of you know. So something told me let him in the house. So I said, "Okay, well, cool." So he came, he walked through the house, and. There was an issue with the bathroom. I didn't know how to lift up the, the, the subfloors inside of a mobile home. And he was like, he said, oh, that's easy. He said, I know how to renovate mobile homes. So I said, for real? So he called his partner. Now me personally, Mr. Michael, I'm not going underneath the mobile home. That's just a no-no. So he calls his partner. His partner comes. He goes underneath the mobile home. He lifts up the subfloors with another wood. The guy went inside the bathroom. He screwed it down. Now the bathroom floors is level. So I'm like, I said, wait a minute. And he said, look, he said, if you need any, any more help in this home, he said, let me know. So then I had him walk around the house. And once I had him walk around the house, I told him everything I needed him to do. And so he said, okay, well, cool. He gave me the price. The price shocked, shocked the hell out of me because it was so low. And I said, man, I paid them. They did everything inside the house. They did an excellent job. I market the home on Facebook market. But see, people go on Facebook to gossip. People go on Facebook to bike, bike the, 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 the back bike, right? They go on Facebook, all type of foolishness. I go to Facebook to make money. So I put the home on Facebook Marketplace. I had close to 200 people that reached out to me, said they wanted the home. Now, wow. Now the people are coming to the mobile home, right? Because I'm doing an open house. Uh-huh. People are coming to the mobile home. This uh, this lady, the lady who bought the home, she was like, "Hey, look, you know, I'm about to go look at another mobile home. This and that." I said, "Okay, well, cool." And so what I do, and you know, of course, back then I wasn't as experienced as I am now, but one thing that, you know, you or your listening audience can do is whenever you want to seal a deal, you just have somebody put down, of course, earnest money. They put down earnest money. Now, you know, you got them locked in. And, you know, this young lady, I told her to put down earnest money. She put down the earnest money. I had her locked in, right? Mm. And as we're finishing up the mobile home, and I'm, let me tell y'all, I wanted this. I knew this is something that I wanted. Mm. I spent the night at the mobile home from Thursday all the way to Sunday. Dedicated. So I told my wife, I said, look, I said, this right here is going to be my, my breakthrough. I said, I just need you to believe in what I'm doing. Nice. I said, so I'm going to be gone for a couple of days but just know it is for the betterment of our family. Man, I went to Walmart. I bought an air mattress. We didn't have any, uh, you know, heat inside the house. So I took my trench coat from my house. Uh That was my blanket. Mm -hmm. I bought uh, a $4 pillow from Walmart. And I slept on that for three nights until the house was finished. 
I woke up every morning at 6 a.m. to work on the house. Now, Sunday, Sunday is when the lady came inside of the house. And now I'm going to give y'all some game right quick, too. Now, with this mobile home, I I wanted the mobile home to look real nice with the renovations. The lady walked inside the house with her significant other, and she had the check on her hand. And she said, here's here, Mr. Shabazz, here's here's the money. And so I look at the check and my eyes got big. Cause that's the first time I ever, you know, received a check that that big. And so what I ended up doing, you know, I gave her the title to the mobile home. And she said, Mr. Shabazz, we weren't finished with the home now. We were about 90% done with the home, 95% done. She said, Mr. Shabazz, she said, I want you to stop. She said, my family is coming from out of town and we're going to renovate this home. Oh, wow. Now, mind you now, I would have made more money and profit if I knew she was going to renovate the home. So now what I teach my students is you want to make sure you have one model that you follow with Mm -hmm. every home. So all of my homes, I follow one model. So my garage right now is full of materials. So there's sometimes when we renovate mobile homes, we don't even have to buy materials. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and so that right there taught me a valuable lesson. But that's how my first deal went. And till this day, that same handyman that came to me, I still use him. Wow, nice. Till this how day. did you find that handyman? Say that again. How did you find that handyman? No, you got to remember the handyman found me. That's right. Oh, the same gentleman. That's right. Who that yeah. did the uh, able with the day we gave the ladder? Wow. Yes. Awesome. The same guy. And, Four and years later. Quick question: When at you here? I know. Okay, now that we and I appreciate that that example because again, people, you know, you got the podcast. If you would say, well, walk us through a deal. Have you ever, two-part question, have you ever invested in any kind of single family, particularly at this stage? And if you have, well, if you have not, well, if you have, what is that the, the, the advantages, disadvantages in mobile park, invest, mobile park investing versus uh, uh, single family homes, residential? Yeah, so um, I haven't. And not. The reason, yeah, so the reason why I haven't is because mobile homes been doing me just fine. Um, I have a lot of uh, friends that's in the real estate game, mm-hmm. but when we did a comparison, mobile homes actually blew single family homes out of the water. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's the reason why I don't, well, I won't say I don't tend, I will, but at this moment of time and what I'm doing right now, there's no need for me to cross over. And I give you an example. So when it comes down to mobile homes, mobile homes, we can buy the mobile home the same exact day. Real estate property, you can't do that. It's true. It could take 30, it could take 45 days to close. You know, with people with their contingencies and or oh, the seller this or the buy. Mobile homes, I can I can go to a, a mobile home right now and buy it. And it's mine. Mm. Mm. That right there, that right there is priceless to me. And some people say, well, mobile homes, they depreciate, Abdul, right? Look, 
I'm in the process right now of building my own community and we're going to be building communities all over the country. And people don't understand that when mobile homes are tied to land, it is now real estate property. Mm -hmm. So if somebody asked me, do I own real estate? I do own real estate. But right. when mobile homes are tied to land, now you can sell it as a package deal. So that same mobile home that's $10,000, if you attach the land, is now worth $100,000. The people that are in real estate, and of course, there's no knock to anybody's real estate. I think real estate is, is excellent for anybody to get into. But if you look at it like this, if I got a mobile home. Matter of fact, I give you another deal. Let's do a breakdown. So I got another mobile home for $600. Now, these numbers, of course, as I'm growing, I know how to get the mobile homes for little or nothing and everything else, but let's just give you a breakdown. If I get a mobile home, I'm not going to do $600. Some people, I want to be a little bit realistic. I average about $4,500 whenever I purchase a mobile home. So if I get a mobile home for $4,500 and let's say I put money into it, I'm all in $10,000. Now I have a property that's free and clear for $10,000 somebody goes and get a single family home oh we don't want to talk about the prices that's today because you know it on skyrocket all over the country right but let's just let's just keep it you know at a minimum two hundred thousand dollars so right. now you got a home at two hundred thousand dollars right and you know you may put ten percent down let's say you put twenty thousand dollars down now my home is paid for i don't owe nobody but i'm receiving eight hundred dollars residual income and you're receiving Six hundred to eight hundred dollars as well. Which position would you rather be in? Right. And if and if I want to leverage my mobile home, especially if it's on 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 my own land, I'm making more than that six or eight hundred dollars. I'm making mm. now about twelve hundred to fourteen hundred dollars. Mm. And I own mine. And guess what? Just like how people that's in real estate can borrow against their home, I can borrow against mine. Because of the land. Because of the land. Mm -hmm. So to me, it just made more financial sense for me to stay in the mobile home game because I've not seen another, you know, way that works. Now, of course, people have, you know, multifamily homes and, you know, they can do a whole lot with that. I mean, that's perfect. It's excellent. But I like to be in a position of ownership. I don't like to be in a position where somebody can come back to me and be like, hey, look, we need that from you. I just like to be in a position of ownership to say, no, I own all of this. Now, of course, you know, uh, in the near future, whenever, you know, we start building our portfolio, of course, you know, we're going to be leveraging other people's money like we do now. It's, it's inevitable whenever you want to take things to the next level. It's inevitable. Right. You right. know, but right now where I'm at, this is this this is golden right here. This is golden. And 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 I would say this too, brother Michael. Uh, some people think that you gotta use you gotta utilize the bank, right? So I'm a thinker. The bank would not survive if they did not have our money, right? Thanks. So here's the thing, brother Michael. Why am I going to the bank? That's it. All he's gonna do is take somewhere else. It's no need. It's no need for me. No, I'm, I'm even talking about getting a loan. Okay. I don't need to go to the bank to get a loan. You know why? Because 
my work speaks value. I have an investment company, GWB, stands for Generational Wealth Builders. Anytime I need money, I get my money from that business on 0% interest. 0% interest. So I don't need a bank. Right now, I can call 10 people to give me $10,000 and I have $100,000. We go and we purchase properties, we leverage it, everybody get their split. Why, why do I need a bank? I don't need a bank. Quick commercial break. If you're interested in a career in real estate or you're a seasoned vet, you might want to change, new environment. You don't like the atmosphere you're in. The Headley Group Realty could be there to assist you with your career. What do we offer? Great culture, great environment, leads, and an awesome commission structure. Let us be there to support your business. One thing, you gotta be in the state of North Carolina. Let's get back to the show. Let me ask you about that. Okay, so so now we got a viewer watching and you make a great point. Now, okay, I don't wanna deal with the bank or oh, my credit's shabby or had a bad, had a foreclosure on my, on my record. I know I can't get proper financing. Let me go this route here. Using other people's money. We do know there's a lot of, I guess, SEC laws and far as using people's funds. How does that break down, if you mind sharing? Um, you could be general, not as specific. How does that break down to, to like I said, someone else wants to do that same format? You know, we get five from him, eight from him, nine from there. Do you all put it in one LLC corporation? And like, how, how does that play out? Yeah. So what me and a couple of my partners did, we formed um, an LLC. We, we did a partnership. Um, okay. So of course, you know, um, with generational wealth builders, we invest in many different things. So nice. uh, it's not mobile homes, you know, stocks. We even uh, we uh, breed dogs. We got so many different things. We buy silver, you know, we're gonna be buying gold next. So we do a lot of different investments, but we form a partnership, you know? So we went to the bank together, got everything, all of the documents, all of the agreements signed, notarized. So we did everything correct, you know? So I'm not telling anybody to just go out there and just start taking people money, right? There's no contracts, nothing is signed. And you just, you just, you know, you're doing things your own way. No, we did everything like how it's supposed to be done. Of course, there's other ways people can do it, but with that business, uh, GWB, that's exactly how we did it. We formed a partnership. Uh, we went down there, the proper paperwork that needed to be signed um, and documented by the three of us, we did exactly that. So um, I would tell anybody who wanna go that route as far as group economics, that's the best route to go. And, and, and is that typically, and again, without not trying to get into all your, your business, but would that be spelled out in operating agreement that, you get a third, you get a third, and I get a third, or is it just different roles? Because nah, so, no, that's going to be in your operating agreement. Okay, that's, that's okay. definitely that. That was one of the paperwork that was signed at the bank as well, um, because er everybody got to know, like, uh, you know, when money come in, where, when the money goes out, how is that money going to be dispersed? You gotta have, you gotta have agreements. You know what I'm saying? That each party agree upon, you know, um, you, you gotta have your, you know, your, your SOPs, um, all of that gotta be in place whenever you're forming a business. You know, even, prime example, another thing that was, you know, we had to sign off on is just when deals come our way, 
How are we going? How are we going to agree on these deals? All of these things need to be, you know, uh, really thought out before you put it on paper. Thought out, then of course put in the legal documents um, and then sign because you don't want to ever be in a position to where it's like a two against one. You know, don't get this deal, and everybody else get the deal. We need to get this deal, right? We don't got time for that, you know. So everything need to be spelled out. Um, and you know, um, everybody got to have the same like mind, you know, that's, that's how I look at it. You, you need to get with like-minded individuals whenever you start anything like this. If they're not like-minded. You need to go ahead and drop them like a bad habit, uh, because the business is not going to turn out like how you thought it was going to turn out. You need to talk about scenarios. Hey, if this happened, you really need to know your partner. Y'all got to be definitely in harmony. Um, in sync when it comes down to business uh, because some people they, they think they know business but once they get into it oh it's a whole lot of curves especially when it comes down to tax season and it's, it's, it's a lot that goes into it well, well I'm glad just to piggyback on what you were saying and the reason why I asked you that because I, I think I'm quite sure some of your viewers and then uh, 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 just the people I've talked to they, they they become friends with somebody or meet somebody at a conference or as a family member. Hey, let's go in business together. The idea sounds wonderful. But then do you really know this person from a business standpoint? What is that business acting? Right. So and then you get a lot of uh, 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 businesses that don't do well because of the personal overrides the actual business. They didn't know each didn't spell things out like you suggested. Um, and I just think that's so crucial. That's why I really wanted people to get a good understanding that whoever you get in business with, you'll really understand them. Do a personality test. There's nothing wrong about that. See if you like each other, because that would destroy the business, right? If, if that's not spelled out. Uh, but again, I just wanted to piggyback on and get your thoughts on that. Let's uh, uh, let, let's shift a little bit in terms of your your course, right? And and that's one thing that you know you, you you highlight a lot that information is transformation and you you're doing that with your viewers on on your podcast uh your course spells everything out exactly what we need to do to get because there's brother there's so many courses out here i've give you a viewer say to me mike there's just so many out there for this to that but at the same time they they always hit me with the upsell they gave me just a little bit but then they give me the upsell later um and I take it you understand what I mean by that. By just there's so many out But like that, your course spells things out from A to Z. Just give us a snapshot. Give us a snapshot of what kind of the course entails and and, and give viewers a deeper look into it. Right. So um the very first video in my course is mindset. Um I got my partner on there, uh multimillionaire. Um, you know, so shout out to my boy Byron. Um, he did the first. Uh, the first course, he's talking about mindset. I believe everybody needs some type of mindset shift. Um, and some people have to literally erase what they have learned in the past because what they have learned in the past is wrong. You know, so the first, uh, the first video is mindset. Then that's whenever I show a person step by step by step. The next video is gonna be marketing. Marketing is the number one thing I preach. The reason why I preach marketing is because if you have a billion dollar product in your hand, but nobody knows that you exist, it's useless, right? 
So therefore, I teach people high-level marketing, how to get yourself out there so people can know that you exist. Right now, if I was on Instagram, there's people who DM me all of the time. Realtors that call me, that DM me. Um, they never uh, dealt with a mobile home before. So they want me to come in on the deal so I can quarterback. There's so many things, but if they didn't see my video, so if they didn't know, you know, Abdul Shabazz, the, the mobile home clothes, they would so the second video is gonna be talking about marketing. And then from there, I have other instructors that really shows, you know, uh, their expertise, you know, so I have a guy that comes on next. He's doing a whole Excel breakdown. So whenever you are doing your deals, how you can actually put the deals in your Excel sheet. So we have that. we have a park manager that comes on um, and talk to the people and just give the people her point of view because we're coming in as an investor and they're allowing us in their park as a park manager. So we need two sides of things, right? Exactly. Exactly. Um, we're doing we're doing deal breakdowns. We, I'm teaching I'm teaching the people how to find the deals. Um, so everything really is in the course. The course is 18 hours. Okay. So it's not like your regular course, four hours. Now, of course, I can teach it in four hours. I can teach it in two hours, right? But the meet and agree is in that 18 hour course. You know, so um, the course is the course is very good. Um, it was a five week class that I had that I went ahead and I formulated into a course because of uh, the time frame that we put right. into it. Um, the end of the course is a uh, it's like a it's a one on one that I'm doing with the students. So you will be able to see you know how the students response, my responses. You know, so uh, we do scenario drills. And that and that part right there is three hours alone. Nice. So, so every scenario that you can really think of, you talking to a park manager, you talking to a seller, you talking to a buyer, you talking to a handyman, you talking to a park owner, all of that is in the three hours and you're gonna see how the students are responding. So you be like, oh man, I had that question. Oh man, I would respond like that. Uh, so, you know, uh, the course is, is definitely amazing. Uh, my pops, he actually took the course as well. Now, he's the one who taught me all of this, but he knew over the years, you know, of course, I started doing other studies. I started taking other courses. I started elevating my mind, going to conferences, and I put all that inside the course. He took it and, you know, he rated the course an A+. Nice. The information that he, because he said that he learned more information about mobile home investing you know, couple what he, what he already knows. So um, my thing is, I don't like to really, you know, give a grade or be like, oh yeah, my course is this. I let my students speak. My students nice. would, would show you their results. Matter of fact, yesterday, we had a conference three weeks ago. Yesterday, a husband and wife posted and tagged me in it. And it's Abdul, since we left your conference, we just bought our first mobile home from the information you implemented in your conference. And I'll be posting it on my Instagram today. So my thing is, you know, and we have an inner circle as well, but I let my students speak. I don't like to speak about what I've done, no. I'll put my students out front. My students who have already left their jobs, um, you know, uh, students who's having major success 
in this game. I'll put them up front, let everybody see them, and they can talk about what the program I've done for them and what mobile home investing I've done for them. I don't got to say a word. Well, well, the reason why I, like I said, I emphasize the course, brother, because again, you're, you're doing something wonderful, particularly uh, in that segment in real estate, right? Everybody know about the single family, some some, some do the commercial, the multifamily land deals, but the, the mobile park, the mobile home um, aspect of it is not, is not as broken down as much, so we definitely want to highlight you on that. Uh, brother, you, you, you dropped some wonderful jewels. Uh, uh, you kind of got me interested. I have a nice portfolio, don't have no mobile homes, right? <laughs> so I don't know why I asked them, uh, uh, I've seen them, and I, I just, I don't know, it just didn't, it didn't strike my attention. But now you definitely clicked the light bulb on in my head. Uh, uh, so so definitely would be kind of, there's some interest there. Um, brother, you know, usually after, towards the end of the show, we actually the extra guests give us two golden nuggets. You gave us about 6,000. Uh, yeah, yeah. Give us two golden nuggets, brother. Whether it's, a, whether it's a book, scripture, a quote, just anything that can just keep the people going something for you right so i t i tell people this um if you don't jump you will never fly mm. um, the, the the thing that i'm looking at right now is the people who hear this you know um the people who already know about mobile home investing you never want to be in the same place that next year that you are today mm. you don't want to be on the sideline like dang Abdul told me about mobile homes, but it's, it's 2025 and you still haven't made a move, but you see mobile homes blow up. But now here's the thing though, and of course everybody have to make a decision because you are where you are today based on the decisions that you made. That's it. It's a fact, right? So now here's the thing now, crazy thing is this, you know, the president, Biden, he just came out and said, that they are now going to be doing a big funding for mobile homes. Mm, that's the jewel, people. So I, now I've been telling my students, I said, look, mobile homes are actually about to blow up past everything that you're seeing out. Single family, multi-families, mobile homes, and mark my word, Michael, mobile homes are gonna blow up past all of those. Now, for, president, for the president to just come out and say, we are about to launch a program specifically for mobile homes. You know why? Because the affordable housing crisis. That's what we solve as mobile home investors, the affordable housing crisis. So right now, the economy is about to go down hard because rental increase. Atlanta alone went up about 72% in the market. Yeah. In that correct mm -hmm. that's huge so now guess what if you go to if you if you work a nine to five job they're still paying you two thousand dollars every month but now your rent <laughs> your rent is fifteen hundred dollars so now you only have five hundred dollars left over now gas prices is predicted to go up by ten go up to ten dollars in august so now all of your money is going to be depleted you're not going to have any funds to buy food. You're not going to have any funds to buy diapers. You're not going to have funds to do a lot of things that you were used to doing. So guess what? You're going to leave your apartment. You're going to leave that house and you're going to get you a mobile home. Mark my words, Michael. Mark my words. 
And and the president, when he made that statement about a day ago, he just confirmed everything that I was coaching my students this year and what's about to happen with mobile homes. He just confirmed it. And so I'm telling people, watch. I had this conversation late last night uh, with a couple of investors. I'm just telling them, watch what's about to happen to the market, how things are gonna come crashing down and watch how mobile homes are gonna stop booming. So I'll leave y'all with those words right there, big bro. Wow, you know something, brother? Let me tell you something, man. We gonna, we definitely gonna just chat a little bit off air. We wanna thank Abdul Shabazz, the mobile home closer. His brother's doing some wonderful things. Please, people, go out and his brother's course. He's giving you knowledge. He just gave you a good jewel there. Okay, gang, we'll see you all next time on the Heavy Good Real Estate Show. You all take care. Hey, gang, I hope you really enjoyed that show. Our guests provide us some great tips and insight, and please support them on all social media platforms. And while I'm saying that, support us on all social media platforms, and don't forget, watch the entire video on YouTube. We'll see you next time.